Welcome to the Find Your Purpose Now podcast. We are delighted that you are here because this is for you. We do this to help you find and live your purpose, the good purpose that's uniquely yours. Because when you find it, everything starts to just fall into place. You're happier, you're more peaceful, you have better relationships with good people. It is remarkable what happens when you are living in the sweet middle of your purpose, the purpose that you've been perfectly matched to live. The great news is you're in the right place to find it. So let's get started. Hey, Rhonda, I am so excited today to be talking about, let me guess, purpose again. That's what you and I love to talk about, people finding and fulfilling their purpose. And so today, what we thought we would talk about is an ordinary purpose that becomes extraordinary. So we're going we're gonna to build on this and we're going to explain this to everybody. But I think sometimes we get a little distracted or we get a little bit off or maybe even a little bit down about, well, my purpose isn't like this person or my purpose isn't, you know, as big as theirs. Uh, purpose doesn't mean big. Purpose means what is within you that has been created perfectly to do something that matters in the world, to help people, to inspire people, to whatever it is. It usually has to do with people, like we always say. So I think there's a time and a place where we often look at our purpose and go, well, it's ordinary. Like it's it's just something I do. You know, nobody knows me. I'm not on the news. I don't, I'm not on the front of a book. People aren't asking me to speak, whatever it might be. And not everybody wants that. I'm just saying that sometimes I think we underestimate what we think is an ordinary purpose. And so I think today we kind of want to unpack that. How does an ordinary, what people would consider ordinary, be actually extraordinary? Because the extraordinary part, which we can finish with, is really how it impacts other people. So that's what we kind of want to talk about today, Rhonda, is that you know, we don't want people to look at their purpose as, well, it's just a regular thing. No one's going to notice me or, you know, nobody's going to really, there's no lasting impact. There's so much we don't know about how much we're impacting people when we're living our purpose. What do you think? Well, uh, I think you're spot on. I think the majority of us are not going to ever be Oprah We're not going to be Tom Cruise or, you know, name whoever, Beyonce. We're not going to be somebody who the paparazzi are chasing down the street. Sorry about that. I'll be editing that out now. So everybody's purpose is not like that. I mean, the overwhelming majority of us have a purpose that is um, relatively quiet. It's subtle. Right. And if you think about the people, every single one of us has had at least one person in our life that really impacted us, really influenced us. Maybe it was the person who gave you your first job. Maybe it was somebody who took you under their wing and taught you something. Maybe it was somebody who noticed you noticed that you were 
sitting alone at lunchtime or noticed that you were um, struggling with something or they, and you didn't, maybe you didn't even say anything, you know, just somebody who sort of picked up on, hmm, she's just not as cheerful as she usually is or whatever it is. The, if we think about the people in our lives who have influenced us and made a difference in our lives, um, most of us, you know, didn't send a thank you card. Most, I mean, I'm speaking for myself. At the time that the people in my life really made an enormous impact, I didn't even realize the power of what was happening. Mm-hmm. You've right. heard me talk about my high school teacher who just changed my life. Well, when I was 14, 15, 16, and, and we, she was in my life and I was seeing her every single day, I had no idea that we were going to be friends 40 years later and that she was going to edit my first book and that she was going to encourage and inspire me so much. I really didn't understand that she was a huge influence in me deciding after being raised by atheists to go to church and Mm -hmm. to become a Christian, particularly in the specific denomination where she was from. I mean, and, and there are a million different examples that I can give, but each of us can give those things. So normally we may not even understand the power of it. So we don't send a thank you card. We don't say, wow, you're really changing my life right now. A lot of times we don't realize, and but then by the time that years have gone by and we really do understand, oh my gosh, that was huge. They may not even still be around. They may not even be part of our lives, and which is kind of sad to me because it would be wonderful if we knew at the time. Think about the, the, your very first date with your husband. If you knew at the time, right? Oh, I'm going to marry this guy. I'm going to be married to him for the rest of my life. 25 years later, we're going to go to Israel and we're going to do, you know, but we don't know that stuff. So if we think about, if we just allow ourselves to go back and think about those things and then connect that, whatever that person did for you was part of that person's purpose. And it wove into the fabric of who you are, uh, which feeds right into your purpose, right? Because Mm -hmm. people who touch our lives teach us something, believe in us, see good in us before we even see good in ourselves, those kinds of things. They're doing that to empower us to... to feel, uh, to embrace our purpose, to become aware of the goodness mm-hmm. inside of us and the potential that we have to do something good in the world. Mm-hmm. So obviously none of this makes headlines, but it's profoundly important. Right. And that's, I think we just need to be encouraged about that as people go through the process or are living their purpose on the days when it's hard or the days that you feel like you're not making an impact, you are. I mean, we could tell all kinds of stories about people that we know 
that are making an impact or have done that for us. And so I don't think we can, I don't think it's good to minimize what our purpose is. And, and it might be, it might be in our occupation, it might be in a ministry, it might be in a neighborhood. I mean, I can think of so many people. I mean, it's like having a neighbor that you can say to them, they're a safe place. And you can say, you know what, we're going to be gone for two weeks. Can you take a peek at the house? Help us out. I mean, it can be the smallest of things and how people's, you know, their purpose in that neighborhood, you don't realize it when you move in, that having that person there to just check on your house, it can be something like that. And I, I mean, we could tell so many stories. I too have teacher stories. Like I remember my fourth grade teacher, he was my first male teacher I ever had. And I've talked about him before, Mr. Aikman. And I just remember being so scared of him at first, but he was so much fun and so outgoing. And I remember we'd always go out and play, you know, tetherball and kickball. And he he wore a tie every day, a dress shirt and a tie. And he would wear that tie. And then when he played games, he would swing it behind his, you know, neck and make sure it wasn't getting in the way. And he would be out there running and playing. And, you know, I didn't know at that time that I was going to become a teacher and, and how fun he was. And so his ability to connect with his fourth grade students was one of the reasons that we loved him so much. And so we would do our math and do our science and do all these things because we had a connection and we couldn't wait to go play at that age. So at becoming a teacher myself, there's a part of me that I've realized later, Mr. Aikman helped me realize the purpose for which I was created, which is teaching partly, and that, that being fun was a connection with kids. And so his impact has lasted for many, 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 many years. I don't even know again, like you said, if he's even alive anymore. He has no idea that sitting there swinging that tether ball or kicking the ball and running the bases and how much that meant to me. And and so I, we may never know, like you said, we may never get the card or the, the acknowledgement, but that it's amazing. And even I can think of situations like... Um, I think of people, someone I know that's a nurse and an ICU nurse, and she works with people who are in a very difficult situation. And the connection that she makes with people when they're going through a really hard time, not, not everything is fun, but there's a purpose this person has to be a comfort and to walk with people when their you know, spouse or child or whatever is really sick. And for the family to come and say, you helped me so much because you were there when we walked through this. You know, I mean, they can be great and fun things, or they can be really hard times that someone stepped up, someone at your church, someone at your work, someone brought a hot meal. I mean, and that's part of your purpose of hospitality or whatever that is that you, you know, let people come and stay at your house or whatever that is. I think we need to just be grateful for having a purpose and knowing that even when it feels like just, you know, ho-hum, this is what I do, often our purpose is easy. And sometimes I think we can minimize its impact instead of believing that it's that it's really helping other people. Yeah, and, that's, a, that's and, a good point. Yeah. Um, that we do our, you said something there, I didn't mean to interrupt you, I'm sorry. It just made me think, yeah, when we're living in our purpose, it's easy for us. It's not an effort because we're made to do it. 
And then we tend to minimize it like, well, it's no big deal because it's so easy to you. You think it's no big deal, but it is a big deal because not everybody can do that. And so I think we have to, I I don't know, kind of dial down the expectations on, on purpose that it doesn't have to be something like, okay, well, I'm going to cure, I'm going to find the cure for cancer, or I'm going to write and perform the next uh, billboard number one song, (laughs) or I'm going to make a movie that makes $10 million. Come on, let's, let's, those aren't the only ways to really um, identify purpose. Mm -hmm. The ways to identify purpose, you and I have talked about this. It's, it's about having a sense of joy and contentedness and peace that just comes over you, even in the midst of hard things. Like you're talking about this person, you know, who's the um, nurse in intensive care. And my word, I mean, that's not a party. I mean, there's no way. When the intensive care nurse goes to work where she says, gosh, it's going to be a great day today. You know, it's going to be a, a real party all day long. It's, it's never going to be a party. And people who work in those kinds of situations where just by the very nature of it, law enforcement, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you work in the funeral home. I know, I mean, that sound, might sound random, but you you and I both know a lady who chose mm-hmm. to work there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was because of the tragedy that she experienced. She lost her son. And in the worst time of her life, the person at the... the uh, I'm saying funeral home. I'm not even sure if that's the right terminology, mortuary, whatever. When she was trying to make the arrangements for her son and she's grieving, I mean, your brain doesn't even work right when you're in, in, in the midst of the worst possible grief, a mother trying to arrange for the, you know, burial of her child. I mean, really, my God, that's just, I, it's inconceivable. And the person there comforted her so much, so well, gave her peace that she decided that she would leave her career, the thing that she was trained to do and had done for many years and done very well. And she decided that she would take a cut in pay. I mean, she rearranged her whole entire life around going in, getting a job at that same mortuary. And learning the business side of things and then being that person for other families. And she said to me, to us, that she considers that such an honor. That is so beautiful. Right. And there will never be a headline. And there's never going to be a day when she goes to work and it's a party. But it's it's profound. Mm-hmm. And that's, I guess, what I want to say to everybody listening. Please, please, please don't judge what you do based on what the world calls success. Right. 
judge what you do based on your peace and joy. And if it doesn't earn you a gajillion dollars a year, so what? Peace and joy are priceless. Mm -hmm. And money can't buy them. And, and if you do, if you happen to be in your purpose and your purpose does, you know, generate a gajillion dollars a year, God bless you. Good for you. Be good to the people whose purpose does not involve a ton of money. You and I, Jenny, both know there are lots and lots of things you can do right here in this country that are so incredibly valuable. Hospice workers, nurses, teachers, law enforcement, where it's just tough. It's mm -hmm. never going to be a piece of cake. And our culture doesn't equate the difficulty of that work with a monetary number. We right. just don't in our culture. Childcare workers, foster parents. I mean, people who do some of the most, I don't know, I keep saying profound. I can't think of a better word. It's you can change the trajectory of somebody's life every day. Every day. Right. Every day you go to work, Jenny, you have a whole classroom of middle schoolers. Very these are the these are the people who are they're easily influenced, they're vulnerable. You can suggest ideas to them that are not good. But you could also plant seeds of kindness and love and and all of those good things that as they grow through their lives, other people come along and nurture those seeds and they become the, the doctors and the bankers and the social workers and the caregivers of the next generation. And I always think, okay, if I hope I never need a caregiver, but if I do, I want one who's been taught by somebody like you. I want some I want somebody who somewhere along the line someone invested in their hearts and their souls and taught them kindness and love and generosity and patience and goodness all of those things. I I kind of this is terrible. I know you're an educator, but I kind of don't care if they learn advanced calculus, right? Cuz <laughs> I want them to learn to read and write and all that stuff. Don't get me wrong. But the whole thing of, you know, are they the smartest? Are they the, you know, best in the class? Best according to who? Best according to test scores. Right. We know some people don't test well, right? Um, right. Come on. All those ways that we that we tend to measure ourselves by amounts of money and uh, intelligence quotient and whatever. Nonsense. Nonsense. Everybody's important. Every purpose is important. And so if you're listening right now and you have ever put in front of your what you do as a hobby for a living, whatever it is, if you've ever introduced yourself and said, hi, I'm Rhonda. I'm, I'm just a uh, fill in the blank. No, no, don't ever do that again. Don't minimize yourself. Don't minimize 
who you are and what you do and how you pour into the lives of other people. Think about how you pour into the lives of other people. Doesn't matter what you do, but somewhere in your life, if you're having some interaction with somebody, pour into the, don't let it be transactional. Give them a word of encouragement. Thank them for what they've done. If they made your life easier, make sure and tell them that you made that they made your life easier. Mm-hmm. I think we just need to value ourselves and others more than we do. Yeah. And I think you finished it perfectly, Rhonda. I mean, we really need to think about um, really embracing the purpose and maybe not knowing everything that we've done and never saying I'm just a, but I'm making an impact. That's what I want people to replace that with, you know, is I'm making an impact because I'm in my purpose. It's not, I'm just a, and so I think it's powerful and I hope and pray that people are encouraged today and that they want to continue to be in that purpose, to live it or to find it wherever you are, whatever stage you are, because the ordinary that you think it is, is, is actually extraordinary because people will sit on a podcast and talk about you 30 or 40 years from now and their lives were changed because of you. So Rhonda and I want to encourage you and continue to encourage you to believe in yourself and believe in your purpose. And we will see you next time on Find Your Purpose. All right. See you next time. There is no feeling worse than being rejected. But there's nothing more empowering than loving others and being loved in return. People who feel love know that their value is not diminished by setbacks or mistakes. But how do you get love? It's not hocus pocus. There are 30 practical ways that you can bring love into your life. And when you do, everything changes. I hope you'll get a copy of 30 Days to Love. Did you know that the very things that have hurt the most can be the things that help you create a successful life? It's true. You can succeed in life, personally and professionally, not just despite what you've been through, but specifically because of it. You gained character traits. You learned specific abilities that you would not have acquired any other way. I want you to get a copy of my book, Succeed Because of What You've Been Through. Go to my website, rhonda.org, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G, and get your copy today. Thanks for joining us at the Find Your Purpose Now podcast. Listen, we do this for you. It's all about helping you live the purpose that you were born to live. Because when you do that, you get the peace and joy and good relationships that you strive to have. This is real success. So we hope that you'll share this with a friend, subscribe, and come back and see us next week. And we would love to hear from you. Go to findyourpurposenow.org. Thank you.